0: Welcome to another inspirational message by Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor at Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Beaumont, Texas. For more information about Church on the Rock and Ron Hammonds Ministries, visit cotr.com. Open up your Bibles this morning, if you would, to Genesis, Genesis chapter 1. We're going to read uh, the first verse, and then we're going to uh, talk just a little bit about the story of man. The story of man. In Genesis, the first chapter, uh, in verse number 1, reading from the New King James Version, it simply says this, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the beginning, have you ever wondered when that was? Well, let me tell you when that was. Okay? So that you won't have to wonder anymore. The beginning to which God is referring here is, is, is a fixed point in time. It is simply a moment that God is referring to in which he decided that he would create the heavens and the earth. This beginning, spoken of in Genesis 1-1, is not the beginning of God. It cannot be measured by man to reach back uh, to that moment, you know, it, it, it's not the beginning of God. It's not the beginning of angels. It's not, you know, the origin of, of, of all things of existence. God's not talking about, you know, uh, that, that this is where I started. God is talking about in the beginning, this moment. He's, he's taking us back to a point in time when he decided to create the heavens and the earth beyond which there is a door closed, which we cannot see into and have no need and no concern to try to understand what happened before the beginning. Where was God? Where did he come from? You know, uh, you know w- 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 was Jesus always with him? Were the angels, when did they, I mean, you know, that's, that's none of our concern. The reality is that God is giving us a moment to understand that he had a focus. And in the beginning, in that moment when God decided that he was going to create the heavens and the earth, that's when the story of man began. God started it with the creation of the heavens and the earth and and uh the bible doesn't tell us you know everything but it does tell us how god created the earth and it does tell us why god created the earth psalms 33 verse 6 says by the word of the lord the heavens were made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. You see, God created the worlds. God created everything that we see, everything that, 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 that can be understood or observed. God created it by the word of his mouth, that, that, that word by the breath of his mouth. That word breath here is the Hebrew word ruach. It literally means by the spirit of God. In fact, if we were to read Genesis two seven, He would be called the spirit of life that God breathed into their nostrils, the breath of life, the ruach of life, the spirit of God. It was by the spirit of God that that breathed spirit of Almighty God by His word that He created the heavens and the earth. The Bible tells us in Hebrews the eleventh chapter, and verse three, in Hebrews eleven. Verse 3, the Bible says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. You know, we, we cannot understand everything And we don't know what happened back before God decided to create man and create a heaven and earth. But we do know that when God decided, when God began the story of man, he spoke the worlds into existence. He spoke and all of a sudden the heavens were created and and, and the earth was made from things which if we had been there would not have been visible, not been discernible, not been observable. He created it out of what we understand to be nothing. Wow. God formed the earth as well. Not only out of his word, but he formed the earth for a reason. The prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 45 in verse 18. The prophet Isaiah tells us who and why God created the earth. In Isaiah 45 verse 18, For thus says the Lord, who created the heavens, who is God, who formed the earth and made it, who has established it, who did not create it in vain, who formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord and there is none other. You see, God created the earth. He formed the earth to be inhabited. He formed it in a different manner, in a very unique way. You see, the earth is a very unique rock in our universe. Very unique piece of dirt floating around in our galaxy. Here, the earth, God says, was created to be inhabited. It's different. The earth was created different than Mars or the sun or the moon. It's created different than Mercury or Pluto. Here the earth was created in such a unique fashion so that it could be inhabited, so it could sustain life. God created the earth to sustain life. Not his life, but our life. God and Jesus and the angels and all that were before the beginning did not need the earth in order for them to exist. They did not need the earth to sustain their life. We need it to sustain ours. And God created the earth for us. And when the earth, once it was capable of sustaining life, Genesis 1 and verse 26 says then god said let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth god said let us make man in our image this is a plural form it is an understandable God was talking with somebody in the beginning in the story of man God was conversing now we don't know all the players that were there in that moment when God decided he was going to begin the story of man when God decided to create the heavens and the earth when God decided he would make the earth a very unique place in order to sustain life so it could be inhabited when God began the story of man we don't know who all was there at that meeting but we do know one person that was there because one person that was there the Apostle John rehearses for us he tells us he identifies one person that was there with God in John 1 he repeats the same thing verse 1 in the beginning In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. Now, Get this picture with me. The beginning here that we're talking about is the beginning of the story of man. Is the beginning of the creation of the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, when God decided that he was going to create the heavens and the earth and create the earth where it would sustain life because he wanted to to, to create man, then God said to Jesus, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. And let's give him dominion over the earth we have created for him to live in, over this sustainable earth. Let's give him dominion and let him rule in the earth. Verse 10 of John 1 says, Jesus, this word, he was in the world and the world was made through him. And the world did not know him. The apostle Paul expounded on this same theme. Now I've said all that to get to one of these verses in the book of Colossians, the first chapter. This is where you really need to begin to put your thinking cap on. I don't want to give you, you know, too much, but follow along here with me. In the beginning... Not the beginning of God. Not the beginning of angels. Not the beginning of Jesus. Not the beginning of of whatever it was on the other side of that door. But in the beginning of the story of man, God decided to create heavens and the earth. And he decided to create the earth in such a way that it would sustain the lives of of men, And then he said to Jesus, let us make man in our image and like us. And let's give them the earth so that they can have dominion over all the other creations on the earth. John tells us that God proceeded, and it was through Jesus that God made everything. And without Jesus, God did not make anything. Nothing was made without Jesus, without God breathing this creative force through Jesus, His Word, to create everything, including man. And Jesus was in the world, but the world did not know Him, even though He made the world. In Colossians, the first chapter, the Apostle Paul continues this theme. He says this in verse 16, For by Him... All things were created that are in heaven, that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him. Listen to this. And for him. Verse 17. And he is before all things and all And in him all things consist. Now, as I said, God and Jesus did not need the earth for their existence. But rather, they needed it to to sustain our lives. As well, Paul added that everything that we can observe, everything that we can observe, not only was made by Jesus, but it was also created for Jesus. Now, you have been created for Jesus. And then, this verse in Colossians, verse uh, 17, says that Jesus is before all things. That means he's out front. He's the first. But in him, all things continue to be held together. Now, here's the truth of the universe. The truth of the universe is that it was made by him for him and in him and it is only by Jesus that This universe and our lives and everything we see and observe are even being held together today. Without Jesus, everything that has been created in him, for him, and by him would just fly apart and disintegrate and cease to exist. We are not only created through him, by him, and for him, but we continue to exist in him. The only life we have is in Christ. The only life. If we do not have Jesus, we do not have life. Those who have the Son of God have life, the Scripture says. Those who do not have the Son of God do not have life. The only life. Life just like John, look look, look in John chapter 1. In John chapter 1, in verse number 4, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. Now, just like the sun provides light for the earth, and without the sun, there would be no life on the earth. Without the sun, there would be no life. It would all be dark and dead. Just like the sun is the light for the earth, Jesus is the light of our life. And without the light of Jesus in our lives... We do not live. There is no life. He is our life. He is our life. And without him, there is no life. Without Christ, you are dead. Without Christ, your life is is, is flinging apart. It's flying apart. It's disintegrating. It's being wasted. It's wasting away without Christ. Because you were created by Him, through Him, and for Him. And it is in Him, only in Him, that you continue to live. These scriptures should speak to us about the importance, about the critical importance of having Jesus in our life. Because in the beginning, God created an earth to sustain us. He created it by Jesus, for Jesus. He put mankind on the earth and gave them dominion. And even though God was in the earth, the earth did not know him, did not recognize him. Verse 5 of Colossians 1 says it like this. Uh, after he'd said, in, in Jesus was life and, and, and the life was the light of men. He says, and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. Now this morning, I want to expound on this particular word, comprehend. The light, Jesus, Jesus, shined in the darkness my life without christ the light jesus shined to a world that was lost and in darkness the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it this Word comprehend, usually what we would understand when someone says comprehend, it means that, that, that the darkness did not understand it. But that's not what this comprehend really means. Not in this sense. This is a Greek word, uh, katalambano, if you care to write down Greek words, okay? Starts with a K, Marcus. K-A-T-A-L-A-M-B-N-O. Okay? Katalambano. Okay? Okay? And there have been arguments and debates on exactly what this word and this application means in this scripture. There are basically two camps. One camp describes this word and teaches this word to mean accept, embrace, receive. Okay? So we could read this. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness did not accept the light, did not receive the light, did not embrace the light. Okay? That's one rendering. If you want to read any scholarly uh, studies. And the other camp, the other side of the scholars, they render this word as overtake, apprehend. Okay, which would mean, and the light shines in darkness, and the darkness was not able to overtake it, was not able to stop it, was not able to to shut it down, okay? Now, through all the studies and all the research and all the readings and all the scriptures and comparing scripture with scripture, and doing a a good study of this i have concluded and you know if you don't believe what i believe it's okay you know you, you know you can be wrong if you want to <laughs> i have concluded That This scripture because of both of those inflections of this word in the Greek it's used both ways I believe that it means both Let me tell you the implication here of this the implication is this that Jesus is shining In the darkness right now He's shining in the lives of people who are lost and without him who sit in darkness and on their way to hell without him and are not alive they, 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 they do not have life they do not have eternal life and they're sitting in darkness Jesus the light of life the reason why they were made made in him and for him and through him and he's holding all things together right now because he is shining in their darkness and doing his best to get them to accept him and receive him as well as people who are born again, but yet are living in the darkness of sin. If you are living in in, in sin, you're living in darkness, you might be a child of light, but you can walk into a dark room and close the door behind you and you can live in sin even as someone who has accepted the light, who has embraced the light, who has received the light, but yet areas of our lives are exempt from the light. We refuse to accept the light into that area. So not only is Jesus shining his light to people who are lost, he's shining his light to people who are saved and need to be delivered from darkness. Shining his light. His light is shining. But yet, people, people who are lost... Today, and people who are sitting in this congregation today and are listening there today, some of you are living in darkness. There is sin in your life. There's darkness in your life. I don't want to be judgmental and critical, so I'm not going to point you out, but I know who you are. No, I don't. (laughs) You're in sin in some area of your life. You know you need to stop gossiping. Well, there was a good one, right? You are in sin, in your thought life, in your deeds. Now, not every one of you. Some of you are just clean this morning. You just, you know, you just, you, you done prayed and you done worshiped and you done give everything to God and you're just as happy as you can. Okay, then, then, then in a moment uh, here, uh, you'll find out that you are the light of the world. that Jesus now given that job to you. You see, this is why it is so important that we share the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Because when we share the Word of God, it creates faith. It awakens a seed. Every person has been given enough of God. Every person that is born on planet Earth has been given a seed of faith so that when they hear the Word of God, it awakens and it waters the truth of God's Word. And when we share the loving goodness of Almighty God, it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. When we share the loving goodness, light and life, and, 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 and give people the gospel, it, it awakens faith for them to trust God And for them to get out of their darkness. For them to say yes. But people who sit in darkness, they shall see a great light, the prophet says. The light is shining in the darkness of your life. If you're lost, there's a light shining to you today. And if you're in sin, if there's some secret area of your life that you have rejected, not accepted, not received... That you have not comprehended. Okay? And the darkness did not comprehend. Listen, darkness is not going to stop just because Jesus is shining his light. Darkness will try to overtake the light. But it cannot. Even though people may reject the glorious gospel of Christ, Jesus is not going to stop shining. Jesus is not going to give up on us we were made in him by him for him he's not going to give up on us Jesus is not, go- he's not going to stop shining he's not I mean even though the darkness may not accept it it cannot stop it it cannot overtake it it cannot apprehend it it cannot shut it down and this is how our witness is supposed to be we are supposed to be the light of the world Jesus said in Matthew the 5th chapter he said you are the Light of the world. You need to let your light so shine among men that others would see that light and they would come to Christ and give glory to God. What we have to do is be like Jesus, that even when it's not accepted, even when it's rejected, it can't be stopped. We have got to continue to share the love and share the light and share the grace and the goodness of God with others. Come on, put a smile on your face this week and then Just decide that you're going to share the light of the glorious gospel of Christ because we know that we were created by him for him and the only thing that's holding all this stuff together is him and we want to be the light that others see so that they can get a chance it's a decision it's a decision to get off that computer to get off your phone off those websites you shouldn't be on it's a decision it's a decision to stop cussing hello (laughs) yeah Uh, I don't know where to look (laughs) I don't know what to do with my hands (laughs) it's a decision it's a decision We all make decisions. I can remember the decision that I made to not get drunk again. I can remember I made that decision. By the way, you need to make that one when you're sober. I made it a lot of times when I was... you You can make a decision. Light shines. And you... Can give people a chance to see the light, stir up their faith, and people, you'll be surprised. I did, you did, stepped out of the darkness and into the light. Yeah, that's right. yeah. yeah. come on now. We can do this, right? Yeah. We are the light of the world.